to Beyond the Shadows. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. A fantastic episode coming up for you tonight. We're going to be discussing the question, do spirits remember you? A little bit of a different episode here tonight. We did not live stream this on Tuesday. Here in the Northeast Ohio area, we got hammered with a good 16 inches of snow. And I spent most of Tuesday out shoveling. And by the time we got around to the live stream for Beyond the Shadows, well, we did Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and we just called it after that. So this is just a special podcast edition of Beyond the Shadows for this week. And I do hope everybody had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I know we took that week off, and now we're rolling into the holiday season. So happy holidays to everybody out there. So, and once again, Beyond the Shadows is brought to you by 100 Road Roast. It helps young ghosts. That's our coffee, which you can find out there at hauntedroadmedia.com, as well as mikerickseker.com, which you can find at mikerickseker.com. All kinds of holiday deals uh, that are available right now. Just go to mikerickseker.com, and you will find uh, all kinds of books, gift sets, T-shirts, you name it, it's probably there. So uh, go ahead and check that out, mikerickseker.com. Also, What is still available, just a handful of spots still open for the Ireland tour in July 2021. It's July 1st through the 9th, 2021, and we just have a few left, so you might want to jump on that. It'd be a wonderful Christmas present uh, for you and a loved one, a special someone to uh, go to Ireland with us. Uh, We're going to be touring all kinds of fantastic uh, locations, so this is Ancient Ireland Mysteries with Mike Ricksecker. And uh, again, you can also find that information out at MikeRicksecker.com and also mysterious, um, MysteriousAdventuresTours.com as well as HauntedJourneys.com. All those locations you can find information for the tour. And oh my gosh, I, I can't even tell you the number of castles we're going to be uh, checking out. We have an overnight paranormal investigation at Spike Island Prison, which is really like the Alcatraz of Ireland. So, um, you know, all kinds of wonderful places. Lep Castle, Blarney Castle, the Drawnbeg Stone Circle. There's actually a uh, historic Swiss cottage that's there that we're going to be checking out. Um, The Jameson Destia, a pretty wild time out there in Ireland. So join us next summer. And again, MikeRicksecker.com or MysteriousAdventuresTours.com. So let's go ahead and get into it. Do spirits remember us? Uh, it's a great question, especially when um, it comes to you know this type of research. And you know we go into, especially as paranormal investigators, we go into haunted locations and we inter- interact with somebody or something, and we may not be back there for uh, maybe several months, several years, and then we pop back in there. Some locations, however, we do. Um, you know, consistently investigate, like someplace local that you may go back to time and time again. And, you know, it's a debatable topic. And most people will say, well, they should. But, you know, there are others that, and we'll get into as we go along, there are others that may not. But this question comes about because uh, as I was filming at the beginning of November for my Shadow Dimension project, which will be coming out at the beginning of 2021. I don't have an exact release date yet, but uh, it's it's in post-production. So 
one of the places I investigated was Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois, which um, I used to go there all the time when I lived in Illinois. I had not been back there. Of course, with COVID and everything shut down, um, you know, I moved from Illinois June 1. I had not been back to Mineral Springs Hotel since uh, sometime in February. And the last time that I was actually, you know, really doing any investigating up there was you know, probably last year, 2019. So, you know, any interaction that I would have had up there uh, that was significant would have been, you know, a, a year or more ago. And what was interesting was I wasn't up there uh, for my usual, the, the usual investigation that I do up there, for, for lack of a better term, because uh, we had gotten quite friendly uh, with one spirit in particular up there, even though I'm sure some of the others recognize us. But in any case, uh, last year at the Hunter Road Media Paracon, uh, we usually do a uh, paranormal investigation that goes along with that. And things were just winding down from the investigation. It was at the very end. Just a handful of us left. I mean, we, we split up into several groups anyways, but our group was really uh, down to six people. And there were five of us up there that witnessed a little girl. Um, and this little girl has been, um, we have heard stories of her being up there uh, many times before. We had never experienced her before, even though we'd been up there many, many times. Uh, we had investigated the small EVPs, but not much at all. Uh, but on this particular evening, we actually saw her apparition. There were five of us that did. And what was a little bit different for me, because uh, I was the first one out in the hallway to see her, was that for me, all the activity started as rolling black smoke down at the end of the hallway. And as it came closer and closer, it ended up morphing into the apparition of a little girl. And what was interesting about that smoke was that as it came closer, it started creeping up the right hand side of the hallway which is where the little girl ended up morphing into existence was against that wall and she kind of crept closer and closer almost kind of like hugging the wall and stopped right at the doorway of the room that she is you know rumored to be uh haunting for lack of a better term i think it's just her favorite room or maybe um it's where she stayed for a while we don't know because we really don't know who the girl is so in any case I was there because Shadow Dimension, where we are um, researching uh, shadow person activity, um, I was up there for her to see if I could witness that again. And so I had everything set up in the hall. Uh, Coyote Chris Sutton was with me for, for part of that. And uh, he and I were getting, getting some mild activity in her room. Well, uh, Chris left. I started working in the hallway again to try to see if I could get the black smoke and, and witness all of that. I did not. But I kept hearing things down the other hallway where the room is of the spirit that we usually do interact with up there. And as I continued to investigate, and you know, because this project is specifically for shadow entities. So I'm trying to recreate something, I'm trying to make something happen again, even though out of all those years, all those times we'd been up there, it only ever happened once. So it's kind of a shot in the dark, and I realize that, but this is the premise of 
the research. But activity keeps happening down that hall. I can hear it. I can hear it constantly happening. So finally, I go down there. And uh, as I walked into that room, it was just like full on right in my face, uh, this massive energy and it was just like, whoa, um, okay, <laughs> somebody's here and I, and I know who it is. And um, you know, it's, the, it's the spirit that we'd called Molly for a while and of course don't really know if that's her name or what have you, but um, you know, that's what we had been calling her. And really it was one of those, and I... I could tell just from just from the energy that hey, you've been up here all of this time. You know, we were up there for you know probably like an hour, um, or at least I was. Chris was probably gone after maybe 20, 30 minutes. But um, it was one of those you know hey, you've been up here all this time and you didn't even come down here and say hi. You know, that's essentially what it was. So it was like, you know, you're right. That was really rude of me. Um, I had kind of as I was setting up. Um, you know, saying, you know, hello, Pearl, hello, Molly, that sort of thing, um, kind of call down there and personalize the whole thing and, and say, hi, I just kind of called down the hall rather than going down there. So um, this is certainly a case in which remembered me. Um, and we don't know how time may work for spirit on the other side. You know, so, you know, had it been for her, um, you know, a year, or I, I think the last time that I was up there just to kind of like say hi real quick may have been like, I, I may have popped up there real quick in February or in January, um, just to say hi real quick. But the last time to like sit down and, you know, really have a conversation in that room would have been over a year ago. So was it that long for her or, you know, was it was it even longer or was it shorter? We, we don't know. Uh, we're not sure how time works on the other side. But she had certainly remembered me to the point where she was upset that I didn't come down and say hi. So, um, so I had to be very apologetic. And I hope that comes out well on video because I just kind of like dragged everything down uh, to that room with me. It was really like toward the end of the night. I was extremely tired. Uh, it had a long day. Uh, you know, legs were killing me because I'd spent, um, you know, some of the day at Cahokia and some other places. And then, you know, we were all the way down in the sub-basement for a while. And that's a lot of stairs. So um, so I was pretty beat by then. And, um, yeah, I just dragged the equipment down there and hopefully uh, everything comes out well. I ended up just tossing the flashlight and uh, the camera on a, on a chair in there. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be... Uh, uh, like I said, we'll see. Uh, so, so there's one there. Um, another case in which this may have happened, you know, a, a location that we were back to again and again and again, we saw uh, increasing activity was the Osborne House for the uh, Animal Planet show The Haunted, which is now running syndication all over the place. Um, yeah, I've even seen it. It's been on uh, Travel here, Travel Channel here uh, in recent years. It was on Netflix for a little while. But in any case, uh, at that one, this is the one with that uh, was called Monster in the Closet that we had Carl Johnson come out and help cleanse the house. And 
it was one of those we kept going back to again and again and again. And, you know, really our first investigations, we weren't getting a whole lot. And it was just, um, you know, we were just kind of really getting a feel for the place, learning about the backstory, um, you know, trying to get, like, this is what, this is what, you know, happens during paranormal investigations. Uh, you go there one time, a lot of times you don't get a ton. You have to repeatedly uh, keep going back to learn more and really to get the spirits familiar with you. I, I do believe, you know, spirit will remember you for the most part. And with that particular case, you know, as we kept returning, uh, we, kept, we kept seeing more and more things happen. So, um, you know, it was probably like the, uh, I don't know, maybe like the fourth investigation there, third or fourth investigation there where uh, I saw that black mass uh, in Taliesin's room. You know, the cat was going crazy, and um, and I saw that in her room. And, of course, by the time we got to the cleansing night, you know, all hell was breaking loose. Um, so, you know, that one was certainly one where it got very comfortable with us and got very familiar with us, uh, you know, was straight up answering questions very clearly because for a while we're debating on whether or not this particular spirit was the former homeowner's father who had also lived with them and had taken his life there in in the one bedroom so um and you know this this entity very clearly said no uh, uh, it wasn't him so so that's certainly one uh fairy plantation is another in which you know, I had one of my more profound experiences there uh, in which I actually started to, um, I don't want to say channel per se, although some people might, but um, you know, I started getting all kinds of messages in my mind uh, in this one particular room, the, the best parlor. You know, I, I directly uh, addressed something that uh, was set up in that parlor. Basically, it was set up as a mock wake, which, you know, it was a paracon, so they are trying to make it spooky and all that, and yes, wakes were held in that particular room. But when I asked, what do you think of this display out there, um, the spirit that was there got very upset and wanted me to know that they did not appreciate that being set up, that yes, while wakes did occur in that room, uh, from time to time, that mostly it was a very happy room, that uh, they had a lot of happy memories in that room, and they didn't want, you know, this mock wake set up there so that people would remember death. Um, so she was very upset about that. And I've been back to the fairy plantation a couple of times after that. And what's interesting is about those other times is I felt um, a lot more at home there. Um, you know, with, with all that interaction that I was getting the first night, uh, there was a lot of uneasiness. But, you know, like the second time that I was there, I, I slept right in that room. Um, you know, we just set up an air mattress and I got a, um, um, a sleeping bag out and, yeah, just, just set up to sleep there. And, yeah, I just felt very, very at home there. So I think, uh, I believe, as you keep returning to... to haunted locations and keep interacting with the spirit. I mean, they're people. For the most part, most of these spirits that we interact with are just people. And as you keep returning, you build up a rapport. You build up a friendship. 
uh, with some of these people, which is why, you know, the spirit of Molly would have been very upset, of course. Um, another one that we investigated a lot, Goldenrod Showboat, um, you know, was there many, many times. What was interesting about that was like the energy shifted uh, from time to time from going back. So it seemed like we were always interacting with, there are some that were the same spirits, similar spirits, but others that would kind of uh, come in and out um, that were that were different. So uh, we weren't always interacting with Captain Minky. Um, I do believe Charlie was there, uh, uh, Bill's brother, Bill Minky's brother. And we didn't really find that out until like the last time we investigated there. And we got some additional information in, uh, from, from Jake Medford, who uh, was running that. And it was like, oh, okay, now you tell us, Jake. And we never made it back there before the arson fire, unfortunately, uh, by, the, by the landowners. So, you know, very, very different energy. And then, you know, when we witnessed, I'm going to throw it out there, when we witnessed the fairies there, um, or the fairy, uh, that was extremely different as well. But... Um, you know, it was, that was something that we had seen or actually not seen, but captured on, uh, on photos further down river. So since we were there late at night, did they recognize us from further being further down river, uh, a couple months beforehand and come up to see what in the world we were doing in the showboat. And, you know, it's this fantastic, you know, yellow ball of light that's dancing around all over the place, which was you know, absolutely wild. Um, so, you know, interesting things to consider. Also, uh, the question, you know, what if many of these, uh, many of these moments of paranormal activity that we're observing when we see an apparition or a shadow or what have you, you know, what if they're actually time slips where, you know, we, we are seeing a particular moment in time in which, um, you know, we see maybe a woman in a Victorian dress and she looks back at us as if we're the ghosts, uh, which would basically be like a time, a type of time slip. We're viewing the past, she's viewing the future. What if that happens multiple times? Um, you know, is there a chance that they would remember us because they would have possibly seen us before? Now, we don't know always what time... Um, that time slip happens. I mean, it's, it's interesting, you know, to think about, you could have, like I said, the woman in Victorian dress, maybe you're, you know, seeing something from 1870. Well, what if the next time slip that happens, you see her from, you know, same woman from 1865, five years earlier, uh, you know, cause you don't have any control over that. So would it then have been that the first time you saw her would have been her second time of seeing you. Kind of a uh, interesting thing to consider there. Uh, so maybe that second time that you see her and you recognize her, she doesn't necessarily remember you because that would have been her first time, even though it was your second. And so that's kind of the funny thing with some of these uh, time slip moments that they may not actually remember you because for them, it may be their first time of seeing you and interacting with you when it may already be multiple times for you because that second, third, fourth time around, if it's a time slip that's happening, it could be their first. So 
something to consider when you enter in some of those uh, stranger types of paranormal activity. So then what about interdimensional beings like shadow people, doppelgangers, and things like that? Um, you know, do they remember you? Well, a shadow person may or may not. We don't, we don't necessarily know. I get all kinds of, you know, questions about shadow people. Of course, some shadows are simply human spirits that uh, can't fully manifest into an apparition. So, yeah, it's quite possible that they would remember you. Uh, from coming from another dimension, well, we're not even sure if it's the same shadow person uh, that we're seeing every time that we see one. Because you know, what do you identify it with? You know, because it's just it's it's dark. It's a shadow. So it it may resemble one that you saw before, but do you know for sure if it's the same one? Now, if it's something that's routinely coming in again and again and again and again, um. And, and a lot of times they're just observing and watching you. They may just be studying you. Um, quite possibly, yes. Um, I would say, sure, they're going to remember what is it exactly that they're studying. We don't know. As far as doppelgangers, um, I think a lot of doppelganger activity are really just you know, time slips of ourselves. Uh, I have an article that I just posted out on microxecker.com. And there's a video from a couple months ago on doppelgangers where uh, most of the uh, actual doppelganger stories, I'm not talking about legends and lore and movies and things like that, you know, evil twins. I'm certainly not talking about, you know, celebrity lookalikes. Uh, I'm not talking about that sort of thing. I'm talking about, you know, real documented cases of doppelgangers. And if you actually go into the details of it, it's... It's more time slip type of uh, interactions that you're having, you know, almost like time travel. And I'll say that, well, in a certain sense, yes, um, they, they, they can be remembered. So Goethe, uh, in the one story, when he first saw this man in a, um, in, in a suit walking down the road, and what was it, a silver suit, and... He was younger at the time, and he saw the man. I thought it was very odd, and he suddenly disappears after a moment. And, you know, that stayed with him his whole life. Of course, he didn't recognize the man at the time. But later on, he was going down that same road in the opposite direction and realized, oh, wait a second, I'm that man. You know, he was wearing uh, the suit and everything. And so uh, in that sense, he did remember uh, on the other side of that but of course, when he made the first observation when he was younger, he wouldn't have. So it just depended on which side of the time slip that he was on. But th again, that's more of a of a time slip rather than you know a traditional hunt. But I I believe that's what a lot of you know like true doppelganger activity really is. So all right, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this uh, just special audio edition of Beyond the Shadows. Please uh, be sure to check us out on our regular night Tuesday at, uh, well, we try to go at 10.45 p.m. on the Edge of the Rabbit Hole channel just after the Edge of the Rabbit Hole show. We have uh, two more live streams coming up this year, and then we're going to break for the new year. So uh, you don't want to miss those. And, of course, again, all of our holiday deals out at MikeRicksecker.com. 
and the uh, don't miss out on the Ireland tour as well. So again, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and enjoy your holidays. Till next time. 